0: and welcome in to the hit stick fantasy football podcast i am your host for the evening that is chris not the quarterback sims joined with me as always it's the soulless canine himself mr what the fuck is up denny's and michael setta what's going on
1: what is up we're talking playoffs. playoffs playoffs we're talking playoffs i don't care what you had planned for the intro i don't care what else we had to get into i'm hype let's go I barely squeaked into a couple of my playoffs, and I'm hot. And my team's about to make a run here. And that's all that matters, baby, punching that ticket. Sorry, sorry. Got sidetracked already.
0: No, you said everything I was going to say. I was literally going to start talking about the playoffs. Like that oh, was, okay, cool. You did what I was going to I, I appreciate that. So, well, as you heard from my co-host here, uh, Michael Seta, it is fantasy playoff time, which means it is time to get on your grind. This is it. It's crunch time. Like, this is where the boys are separated from the men and we are going to have some winners and some losers and it's yeah everything it's judgment day we're here so um you know where to find us on x twitter whatever you want to call it these days that is hit stick fantasy i'm at hit stick chris if you want to talk to me personally i'm at ryan long ff
1: i'm at michael underscore shut up
0: so talk to me you guys what's going on how's y'all you guys got matchups this week um you know give me the rundown how you feeling
1: I honestly I feel great I mean the one one league that I care the most about I was the one seed came out with an L but I still secured the one seed so I wasn't too worried about it and the main player on my team is Tyreek Hill so the fact that he came back in the game I was like okay I'm good we'll make a run at this playoffs I still feel good and the rest of my teams I feel like I've had a couple of like really high scoring outings the last few weeks so it's gonna be fun regardless and the best part about fantasy playoffs starting this week is we get NFL football on Saturday. Like, let's go. I'm excited.
0: Oh, I hate that. That time of year. That's the what t- do you mean you hate I that? don't like that. Why? I hate Saturday NFL football because you got to make your just line of decisions a week, a, a day earlier, which, you know what? It's biased because honestly, it royally fucked me a few years ago in our one dynasty league because during the COVID shit, I had Hollywood Brown on COVID protocol and... I wanted to start him, and the Bills played on Saturday, and my only other option besides him was going to be Gabriel Davis, so I had to start Gabriel Davis. And then literally two minutes after he like the, the Bills game starts, Hollywood Brown gets taken off COVID protocol, and I literally would have won and went on to a championship game had I started Hollywood Brown.
2: All right, well, that's biased towards you, but you can't argue the fact that, I mean, I know you're not a big college football guy, Said, so I don't know if you're a big college football guy. I'm a casual college football guy. Like, I do like to watch Saturdays. I like to, you know, play there's some no, majors.
1: There's not even college football until, like, exactly. the playoffs and stuff now, though.
2: That's the best part is that we're getting NFL football to replace that. We need football on Saturdays. There has to be some kind of football on Saturday. Have we yeah,
1: said- no, I, I'm, I'm with you there for sure.
0: Have we said fuck Michigan yet on this podcast?
1: not yet but it's well it's well deserved fuck michigan at this point
0: yeah like i don't i don't want to think about that why you got to bring that up i just want to make sure that i say fuck michigan in any chance that i get i yeah, did have a thought you. i was talking with a coworker today though and you guys are going to love this conversation um obviously i'm i'm a steelers fan i'm not rooting for this but how ironic and funny would it be if joseph flacco managed to find a way to win a Super Bowl with the Cleveland Browns, given the fact that he has also won one with the Baltimore Ravens, which is literally like the Cleveland Browns.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't even think about how hype I am about Flacco Nation. I've been saying Flacco's elite since, like, freaking 10 years ago. All right? I'm a Flacco faithful, and I love that he is balling out. And I get it. I get it. He's not playing perfect. But the fact is, he can move the ball down the field, and our team's actually decent. Let's make a fucking run, baby. He is the spark we needed.
0: Are you guys gonna buy his jersey if he has a playoff run? If he gets you guys, if I'll he wins a Super Bowl, on me. Are
2: you buying his jersey? I would if, get the Flacco jersey tattooed on me if he wins a Super Bowl.
1: If we, if he makes a Nick Foles kind of run, I don't mm-hmm. want to say what that means. Then yeah. I'll get a jersey. I'll get a, the jersey. Fucking statue. I'll get a jersey in all three colors, for Christ's sake.
0: So what if, so POV, Joseph Flacco wins you guys a Super Bowl, and he says, I want to stay in Cleveland. I want to be the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns next year. What does do the Browns do?
2: I mean, it's Deshaun Watson's team.
1: Yeah, it's still Watson. He's too old.
2: Yeah, that's what
0: I thought, too. The financial investment's too but, much. And
1: that's the thing, like, as funny as it is to be, like, rooting for Flacco and everything, he it's still, like, he's still not playing perfect. You could tell how old he is out there. But he's still balling. I don't know if
2: you can, though. The dude's moving around. I mean, there's,
1: there, there's a couple plays His out there. Out
2: money. That interception was a bullshit pick play that they didn't flag defensive pass interference on. I don't
1: know. I just think that there's a couple plays out there where you're like, okay, yeah, there's a reason why he wasn't a backup on another team recently, you know.
2: it wasn't a backup because he's 38 years old, but he is – perfect for the situation I am so glad that he is here
1: I'm with you dude I've, I've been saying Flacco's elite Flacco's been elite yeah BDF dog we'll see how it plays out
0: so anyway uh we got a list of injuries to talk about
1: well, yeah I was speaking of the injuries that we we I haven't really talked to you guys recently so like how does it feel being a Steelers fan right now and just seeing them just kind of like crumble now
0: oh we've given up all hope I've i've curled up in a ball is, a, is
1: is Pickett the answer still no, is it Pickett injury sense. based is it like are you guys just completely moving on like
0: why are you asking me questions you know the answers to these are i don't questions. like don't i don't know the answer actually you have a yeah. giant smile on your face when you what ask you, me is Pickett gonna, the answer what are
1: you gonna like try to get shadorski from do you, colorado so or so something
0: so like, at, what the fuck do you think
1: do you think kenny Pickett's the answer That would actually, Shadorski would actually be kind of sick.
0: Do you think Kenny Pickett is is somebody that's fit to be a franchise quarterback? What is your opinion on this?
1: My opinion would be. To sign him to a 10-year contract, right? My my franchise quarterback would need to at least be able to hold a whopper in one hand. And I don't (laughs) think Kenny Pickett can do it. So, yeah, I'm out on Pickett for sure.
0: If one more of you fucking Browns fans send me that stupid fucking meme of how Flacco is one passing touchdown away from time, we know he sucks. We know. We're fully aware. It's very obvious.
1: That's only been two games, dude. I'm aware. That is, that's an, I didn't believe that. I had to stat check that myself when I saw that. I was like, "That, that can't be right.
2: I think Tom
0: Brady and Aaron Rodgers both have more passing touchdowns than Kenny Pickett in the combined last two seasons. And as you know, Brady and Rodgers haven't played. This entire season, it's bad. I mean the 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 offense is really bad. Deontay Johnson has completely given up hey, on the team.
1: Hey, it could be worse.
0: I don't really think it can be worse. The only thing, I, the only situation where I could think it'd be worse is the Carolina Panthers. I
1: mm-hmm. mean, yeah, and like, yeah, 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 that one sucks for sure.
2: That is the only. I don't, but there's I don't still a little that's hope. worse situation. There's like still this, a little bit of hope with yeah. Bryce Young, maybe. No, but I mean, like, even like as the Steelers go, like they are just a quarterback away. I don't know. We'll
0: see. The chemistry on the team seems to be really messed up. Um, George Pickens doesn't seem like he wants to be there anymore. It's He's kind of written diva.
2: off. He'll be fine if they get a quarterback. I, I don't know, man. He,
0: he looks like it. And Deontay's is pretty much wanting out. We got issues with our run game. Uh, half the fan base wants to fire Mike Tomlin for whatever reason. That's dumb.
2: Mike well, Tomlin is your head coach. And if you ever get rid of him, that's the dumbest move you can do. I agree.
0: At this point, though, I honestly am just like, fuck it. Just do it. Like, just to shut these fans up because I'm tired of it. As bad
2: as that team is this year, they were still in the playoff
0: punt. I've been literally in my group chats screaming like tooth and nail, be like, you guys do understand. The only thing that is stopping the Pittsburgh Steelers from being on par with the Cleveland Browns during the Ben Roethlisberger era is Mike Tomlin. That is the one thing standing in the way of us being that level bad. Not I'll
1: to take, bring up bad numbers. I'll memories take Mike guys, Tomlin but, as the head coach any day. I, teams would
0: fire day. their head coach to hire Tomlin if we yeah. let him go.
2: They would trade first-round picks to get him. I if, guarantee it. If the
1: Steelers didn't make the playoffs and the Browns made the playoffs and we had to acquire Mike Tomlin before the, the playoffs started, so we had to fire Stefanski and hire Mike Tomlin, Like yeah. I would do that for the playoffs.
2: That that's what and I'm that's saying. saying. A dumb decision. All right, that would be kind of that's a little (laughs) much.
1: That's a little much. But I would fire Space. But Mike Tomlin's an OG. Like I feel like Mike Tomlin's like a top like he's debatably like a top five coach of all time. He has
0: he's top five in winning percentage among active head coaches, and he's been coaching for seventeen years.
2: He's got a chance for his first under five hundred season this year. I think. How how many
1: How many rings does he have? One. Just one. Okay. Two so there's I guess there's that one thing, but I mean at least he has the one. You can't hey, argue with it. The like, problem it one and one in
2: Super Bowls.
0: His yeah, he's Packers. he's one and one. The there I will say this like the big problem with Mike Tomlin is his playoff performances. Out of his 17 years of coaching with the Steelers, only four of those seasons have resulted with a playoff win. That's I was kind of shocked to see that number. So that's that is the
2: problem. Yeah, but when you have two Super Bowl appearances and probably two AFC championship appearance. No, because they lost to the Jaguars that one year. Lost
0: to the Jaguars a few times.
2: Yeah, there was that year, the Blake Bortles year, where he almost beat the Patriots and went to the Super <laughs> Yeah, Bowl. I
0: know. Blake Bortles won me a championship in fantasy that year. It was a good year
2: anyway yeah all right let's move on from Steelers Brown's talk
0: long list of injuries to talk about um okay diving into it uh CJ Stroud in concussion protocol you want to monitor that situation if Stroud is not on that field I do not want to start a single Houston Texan
2: who can you start at this point because go on with the injury
0: list Nico Collins also dealing with uh what was his this is an ankle
2: his an ankle I believe yep he's he was ruled out of the game I don't know if there are any updates whether he'll be back this week but big hit there.
0: Yeah, it's not good there. Um, I mean, if if Stroud does play, you could look Noah Brown or uh, yeah Noah Brown's way. Like that's that's a possible option given the fact that Tank Dell and Nico are probably going to miss. Um, But yeah, Stroud's out. Nobody on the team. Uh, Tank Dell
2: definitely missed. I don't know because that was was that last week or two weeks ago when he broke his leg.
0: It was last week that he's he's on IR. He's done. Yeah, Tank's on IR. Nico could come back, but uh, I think it would be after the fantasy season's over. Like if they make the playoffs. So. Uh, Kenny Pickett's been ruled out. Expect Mitch Trubisky to play more mediocre football and launch more uh, hail marys on fourth and two, which is absolutely asinine. Um, Justin Jefferson, this is a big one. Easy come, easy go. You get him back for like three plays, and then he uh, injures his chest, and um, yeah, to the hospital. Yeah, but he is day to day. Has a chance to play. It was. Uh, yeah. I guess it's a protocol now when you get a chest injury, you have to go to the hospital because of the Demar Hamlin stuff. To make Probably sure more. that there's not any underlying issues. So
2: and then also they just uh, benched their quarterback.
1: Josh Dobbs is out. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's rough over there in Minnesota. I don't really think I want anything to do with that entire team outside of if Jettis plays. Um,
1: yeah, I, th- I think the only benefit. Hawk. I was going to say the oh, yeah, only Hawk. benefit with uh, Jen- Jefferson is you're really not missing anything because you haven't really had him. So it's kind of like back back to where you were. You know, yep. if you're still in it, you were in it without him. So. You're not really hurting too much at this point. Hopefully you weren't holding out for it.
0: My eight man league was desperate for that man. I needed him so bad to come back. And now he's just solidifying that drafting him over Christian McCaffrey was the biggest mistake that I've made this entire season. So, but anyway, moving forward, staying in that team though, Alexander Madison is, um, dealing with a, I believe potential high ankle sprain. Um, I
2: believe so.
0: Yeah. So he could possibly miss as well. Um, Going down over to the AFC, Justin Herbert has been placed on a season-ending IR with a fractured finger. Brandon Staley is 100% losing his job. Yep. Um, I don't know what this means for Keenan Allen. I think we're going to talk about that in a little bit. We will. Um, so, yeah, that's something to monitor there. Josh Jacobs also dealing with, I believe, it was an ankle injury. He is day-to-day questionable. We're not really sure. Uh, that's something to monitor. If Zamir White is available on your waiver wire. You might want to try to pick him up just because uh, you probably need running backs given the fact that this is a tough week. Um, Who else did I miss? I know there was more. There was a lot this week. I mean, Tyreek Hill's day-to-day, that's definitely not. The injury looked bad, too, but he ended up coming back in the game. Um, Bad matchup, too, this week for Tyreek. Um, Do you guys have any more?
1: Now I feel like at this point, like like we were saying a few weeks ago too, like it, it's so deep into the season, everyone's kind of banged up. There's going to be a lot of people with the questionable tags, and you know, knowing that it's a Saturday game, you got to make sure you're monitoring that. Like going into Saturday, especially if you have these playoff games coming up this week.
0: Yeah. So. All right, so we doing? Uh, we're we're going to move into our first segment here. We're gonna be talking uh, a little bit of playoff primer. You guys ready for that? Playoff. Playoffs. Okay, so we're going to be talking about some players that we like and some players that we dislike for the upcoming playoff run. Um, we'll start things off with the guys that we are interested in and go ahead and kick us off, Santa.
1: All right, so I know um, some of us took a little bit more of the, like, what do we think they're going to be doing moving forward. I like these guys for what they were doing recently, and I hopefully we, we can ride this into the playoffs. And I, I picked a pair of guys. I don't know if we're going to go – Snake, or if you guys want me to go, both of my guys back. Go back. with both your guys, yeah. All right, because it's honestly, it's it's going to be pretty similar arguments for both of them. And that's Brees Hall for the New York Jets running back and Mr. Devon H for the Miami Dolphins. And honestly, they're matched up this week. So I like both of them this week, and I like what we've seen from them recently and moving forward into the playoffs. You know, regardless, I think at this point, they're match proof. And, I, and we've seen that with Brees Hall just dominating with Zach Wilson in the game still. Like, he is playing even better than expected. And you see that with a lot of the people with the Jets. I think there's a lot of upside there that I was not expecting this late into the season without Aaron Rodgers. With the Miami Dolphins, you know, I don't want to be this guy because I got a lot of Raheem Mostert. Sooner or later, I don't know if he's going to be able to, like lasted out and Devon H has already come back from an injury and he looks healthy and I think he can really take over as the focal running back you know for the fantasy playoffs I do
2: like that a lot Mostert being a Mostert owner in the playoff situation scares me I know he found the end zone had a very good game last night
1: I'm 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 one of them too I have Mostert and I don't want it to happen at all I'm knocking on wood for it you know I hope they can keep both balling out like they're doing right now and
2: i, I would, think they can especially yeah, if like their that. receivers are getting a little banged up i know waddle was out of the game for a little while yesterday tyreek was out of the game for a little while yesterday so i know as things go they're both going to be fine but they kind of really do cap each other's upsides as well
0: yeah I, I agree um but i do think there's a world where they can both thrive so it's a very high-powered offense but um that team as a whole has a rough sledding in terms of matchups it's it's pretty um It's brutal what their schedule looks like. Um, So, yeah, I'll go ahead uh, and do my two. And I I like Brees, too. It's just it's hard because of Zach Wilson. But, um, yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll give off my two guys right now. Um, Let me see which one did I end up going with. Okay, yeah. I like Brock Purdy a lot. I I had three that I wanted to talk about, and I couldn't decide between all of them. But um, I like Brock Purdy, and it's simply because when you factor in the matchups that this man has – combined with the weapons that this man has. It's just a recipe for success, and this has been a very tough year on quarterbacks. You know, you got Arizona week one in the playoffs. That's setting you up very well. You should definitely have a good game against the Arizona Cardinals. Week 16's a little rough against the Baltimore Ravens, but it's at least in San Francisco, and then if you survive that, you got Washington. Those are, two out of those three are just top-notch matchups, and when you got guys like CMC, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk to utilize in the passing game. You, It's just hard to have a bad game. This is one of the most complete football teams right now in the NFL. So I just think that um, if you have Brock Purdy, given the landscape of the rest of the league right now with quarterbacks, because everybody is – like, there is a very uh, – half of the league has lost an important quarterback. Like, there's just no way around that. With the amount of injuries we've had in this position, you are sitting Purdy. So – sin party.
2: You just did that to make that pun. all
0: puns in- intended. Uh my second guy is uh first round pick Bijan Robinson who is being utilized the correct way now and that just comes down to uh, again I just love the matchups that he has coming up. So um I think that you know you're looking at you got Carolina, Indiana or Indiana, Indianapolis, the Colts and uh Chicago. Great matchups. He's getting the work. We're seeing, you know, more and more of games where he is getting that close, where he's coming close to that twenty touch mark between targets and carries. And um, if you have Bijan and you made the playoffs, I think you are set up to have a pretty good run with an RB one. So those are my two main guys. I'll throw out a bonus one after Ryan.
2: Sure, uh, my two main guys will go as follows. Uh, like we were talking earlier, Matt Stafford. Matt's has been on a roll. He has more touchdowns over the last three weeks than he had the entire season previous, put up three straight 30-point games. They are still fighting for a playoff spot, which is what you kind of want to like to see out of these fringe guys, and also the entire quarterback situation in the NFL is decimated. How many starters are out? A bunch. How many starters are you going to find on your waiver wire come playoff time? Not a lot. You need a serviceable one. So give me a guy who has 30-point upside competing for a playoff spot with matchups in the playoffs against teams like a uh, Washington, not the best defense, especially since they got rid of their rushers. New Orleans, they'll probably be knocked out by the time that game comes. And then the Giants, same situation. Bad teams with decent defenses while the Rams are trying to compete for a playoff spot. I love Matt Stafford for the playoffs, for fantasy. And then my second player is Mr. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Not flashy, not great, but we saw what he did this week when he got a full workload and he put up full workload numbers. You know, he found the ends zone a couple of times. The rushing wasn't great, but the Patriots aren't great. They are a tanking team. There's no reason to rush Ramondre Stevenson back at all. And Zeke is on a one-year deal. What, on what, is, the the, uh,
1: what is the update with Ramondre? I know it was a short week for him and everything. Is, is he, is there any plans for him to come back at all? I know you said there's no rush for it, but.
2: That's the thing is there's no updates yet. Like saying he will play. I don't think he practiced today. What was it? A high ankle strain? it was, I believe it was an ankle sprain. I don't know for sure. So I don't want to say it, but if I he think it was a game high last sprint. week.
0: That's a three to five week injury, especially yeah. for a running back.
2: They get the chiefs this week.
0: Not, not a not good matchup. great.
2: Not great at all. They get Denver the next week, good running back matchup, but also not great. And then Buffalo to end the fantasy playoffs. None of these teams are like, you must start the running back against them. But when you are desperate, especially in playoff time, this is where you have to find those fringe guys. And if you were holding on to Zeke, you know, as the handcuff, you're probably pretty solid because he is getting almost 100% of the work, which is what you need come this time of season.
0: Yeah, I don't hate that. Uh, Bonus one that I'll throw out, Seattle wide receivers. All of them except for Tyler Lockett, uh, just because I don't know what's going on with Lockett. He's been kind of rough lately. But um, JSN has been quietly leading that team in targets. And uh, DK is just DK Metcalf. They have a phenomenal schedule to close out the year. So those are some guys that um, I think could pay good dividends um, at some point, especially if they start utilizing JSN the way they drafted him, so um, Sada, you want to do the players you dislike? We'll go. Yeah, for here.
1: sure. And I, and I'll uh, do a little side piece to that too. I think I agree with the receivers there in Seattle, mainly if Gino comes back because wasn't it Locke this week? It was yeah.
2: Locke.
0: Um,
1: yeah. Huh?
2: What
1: was that? Didn't he do solid?
0: Lock. Lock did I, do solid. I don't think DK or JSN did pretty good though.
2: Well, I
1: DK saw a couple snippets. I caught so couple I mean, DK got July. ejected. Yeah. 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 DK got ejected this week too. I forgot. about All right. That. So I got two guys that I don't really want to put on my dislike list because they're on my teams and I need these guys to, you know, help me moving forward. And I'm thinking about benching them both. Um, both have played out of their mind, both top 10 receivers this year in fantasy. And the first one's Keenan Allen, a little easy to explain with Justin Herbert going down and he's banged up himself. Um, I think if he's on the field, you're probably still safe with a good 10 points out of Keenan Allen, regardless who's playing. Um, but if he's not on the field, like there's no rush to get him back out there either without your franchise quarterback. Uh, I, if,
2: there, if there was a quick question, if there was no list put into the ether, like obviously we do this before the show, we send our list so that way nobody cross play picks players. Do you think all three of us would have had Keenan Allen on our list? Yes.
1: And it sucks because I bet we all have him in the league. Because I have we a all love Keenan X. Allen.
0: I, I yeah. I'm very invested in Keenan
1: Allen. Yeah, regardless if you if you had him in Dynasty and you had him for years and you've been you've been loving it, or you drafted him this year a little bit late and he's been a top ten guy. It's been so clutch to have at that position. And I don't know if you're gonna be able to do that moving forward. And I'm gonna bench him, I think, this week going into the playoffs, even if he is suiting up. Um and another guy who is a little bit more hot and cold, but when he is hot, he's hot. Mr. Mike Evans, he disappointed me this week. Had a whopping, I want to say, 1.8 points in PPR. Uh, had a couple targets, but this is just kind of what you could get with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. You know, you can get a 30-point game from Mike Evans. You could get nothing. And I don't like that going into the playoffs. And I think this is another guy who... I dislike, and he's probably going to be riding the pine no matter the matchup, unless all of my other guys get hurt. Yeah. He's in a tough spot because he's one of those guys
2: who he was putting up solid numbers all season long. You know, he hit the thousand mark again, first ballot hall of Famer, everything people keep saying, but he's already hit that thousand mark season. Why keep putting in the effort if they're not going to compete? Luckily that division's dog shit and they could still get a home playoff game.
0: Yeah, it's true. Um. My guys that I dislike, my first one is uh, Drake London, who just had himself a game, and I love Drake London. I think he's great. Um, I think there's a world that this works out. I like the fact that he uh, is got peppered with targets. I hope they continue that, but he kind of has a rough stretch here. Um, he plays Carolina. then after that he's got the Colts who have been a little bit better against the pass. And then he plays Chicago, who has kind of gotten a smidge better as well. The main thing, though, that concerns me is all of those teams that he plays have been gashed by the run, which is why I highlighted B. John Robinson. And um, I don't know if Atlanta's going to need to heavily go into, you know, utilizing the passing game. So... Um, I'm not saying – I mean, obviously, if you got Drake London, you got him. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. But, like, it, he's been very spotty all year. So, you want to kind of temper some of those expectations. I don't know if you're going to get what you got this week every single game.
1: You got a decision to make this week. You got two guys that are kind of spotty. Who are you starting? Drake London or Mike Evans?
2: Oh, it's Mike Evans. Who does Mike Evans play this week? Mike Evans plays um Green Bay.
1: Packers.
0: I would monitor the health of uh, Jair Alexander because he missed this week, and if he misses, that's a very easy decision in my opinion. Um, it's clear cut, Mike Evans. If he plays, I probably still would play Mike Evans. I think this is—I think this was just a fluke week for Mike Evans. So, um, but if he's on the field, that makes that decision a little bit harder. I, I would still go Mike Evans, though. It's kind of like old Mike Evans versus new Mike Evans too, which is kind of funny. <laughs> so. Um, my second guy, and it pains me cause he's on a lot of my teams as well. And that's, um, Stefan Diggs for the Buffalo bills who just does not seem to be on the same page with the anything right now. Like I, I, I don't know what's going on in Buffalo with Diggs and Josh. I mean, the bills just won a game and he didn't do anything. He's been very hot and cold, um, Uh, He's obviously, I'm not telling you to bench Stephon Diggs. I would never say, I'm never going to bench Diggs, but it just sucks because I don't know if you're going to get what you need out of him in a playoff run. I really just don't know if he's going to be able to deliver what you wanted him to be, especially if you're in a redraft situation where you drafted him with your first or second pick, probably your second, depending on what your format is. Um, But like, I mean, he was a back end first in a lot of 12 team leagues. Like, It's just tough because there is absolutely some problems going on right now on that team all across the board, and I just don't know if it gets fixed. I don't know. I just don't, like I said, it's a very – the one thing I loved about Diggs is he was always consistent. Like he was – he never really gave you those 40-point games like Tyreek, but he always gave you a solid 20 to 25. And we're getting games where he's giving you five points. So the fact that Dalton Kincaid is dealing with an injury is helpful to him right now, so we'll see how that goes. But I am scared as a Stephon Diggs owner. So
2: I think Diggs will be fine. He's been solid all season. A few rough weeks isn't going to hurt him, you know. Especially now that you know they're building momentum. They just beat the Chiefs. Like they're still trying to fight for a playoff spot. So until they lose another game, I'm still all in on Diggs.
1: Yeah, I I think that was going to be one of my comments too. Is it the best best case scenario? If your stars have been underperforming this season, is are they still playing for the playoffs? Are, are most of their guys kind of healthy? Is their quarterback in? And are they vying for a playoff spot? Because those are where you could see some breakout games. Like, who knows? You could see a 35 pointer from Stefan Diggs coming in this week. I don't know if I'm projecting that by any means. Cause like you said, he's been, you know, not as dominant as he has been in the past. But right. I, it's, you know, you could still see that. Like, you know, we none of us would be crazy surprised to see that from Stefan Diggs. Right.
0: In the last four games that he's played, he has only been a top 20 receiver in one of those games. And the other ones, he was not even in the top 50. Three out of his last four.
2: It's a rough outing.
0: Now, I will say, though, a lot of that correlates, in my opinion, with the Dawson Knox injury and the emergence of Dalton Kincaid. And Kincaid is hurt right now. He is day-to-day, I think, with a shoulder injury. So if Kincaid's out, that might be helpful for Diggs. We'll see. Bad matchup this week, though, against Dallas. It does get better after that. The only problem is, is, like, you get Dallas, which sucks for him. He's going to get Stephon Gilmore. And then after that, you get the Chargers. That's a great matchup. Quality matchup. But then you get New England. And New England is not a bad matchup on paper for wide receivers, but it's a very bad matchup for the wide receiver one. New England knock, locks down the wide receiver one on every team. So Bill Belichick's way to do it. Yep. Like, like I said, not I'm not saying bench digs. I'm not saying that at all. I would never bench Stefan Diggs, but I am a little bit worried. So
2: understandable. All right, my guys here, people that I'm definitely willing to bench. I'll start with quarterback Tua Tagovailoa, you know, one of the MVP front runners this year. He's got a pretty brutal playoff schedule, and we know how the Dolphins do against good teams. They don't do well. He gets to play the Jets this week for week one, while not a great team, a solid defense, very solid defense and then he ends it with a semifinal and final week against Dallas and Baltimore. That is brutal for a quarterback for the fantasy playoffs, especially one that does not perform well against good playoff teams. So if you can get out from Tua for any other, like, viable quarterback,
1: I would be doing that, especially
2: week 16 and 17.
1: Yeah. No comment? I don't know if I could do that. Tua's gotten you this far.
0: It's just hard yeah. because it's just hard because of how many quarterbacks are out. Like, I don't, if there was more yeah, viable then that, options.
1: That's, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, man, if you got the luxury to, to pivot from Tua, man, the rest of your leagues are fucking shit out Bring of luck. Bring the segment full
2: circle. I would bench Tua, like I said, especially week 16, 17. I would play Matt Stafford over Tua.
0: I was just going to say, I would do Stafford. I would pivot off Tua to, for Stafford for most yeah. of the playoff weeks.
2: And then my second guy here is uh, David Montgomery. Another play I don't have many shares of anywhere, but I think the way this Dolphins team is playing right now is they're kind of playing out of desperation. They just lost to the Bears last week. He's been off the field a lot more recently, only playing like 30% of the snaps. You know, he's still getting his 10 carries a game, but they're not going for the one seed now. There's already like, you know, the head of the NFC. We know it's the Cowboys. We know it's the 49ers and we know it's the Eagles. They're trying to play for a playoff spot. They're only a game or two games ahead of the Minnesota Vikings, who they have to play twice over these last four weeks of the season. They Their defense is garbage. They need their offensive weapons to really perform, and their best offensive weapon in the ground game is Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs has been electric over these past few weeks. He's getting more and more opportunity like we've been waiting for all season. Dave Montgomery's been a little bit phased out, and matchups against Denver, Minnesota, and Dallas for the playoffs does not scream hey, here's a great flex play again. It he screams, hey, I can only play this guy if something happens to Gibbs.
0: Um, I like Monty still, but I understand your uh, concern. I
1: hate that I agree with you, Ryan, because you said you don't have him, and I do have him, and I agree with what you're saying. So that pisses me off. Yeah, That pissed me off. That pissed me off. That, that pissed me off.
2: No, he's... I like Monty the player, and he's been way above expectations for me this season. Like... He was just running the game, you know, getting like three touchdowns a game, spoiling everything that us Jameer Gibbs owners and fans like loved. But we've seen a decline over the past few weeks, and we've seen a decline of that team. And when we talk fantasy playoffs, you also have to talk real playoffs. You have to see how these teams are playing right now and how they're competing and what they need to make that extra step. They need their best offensive weapons on the field, and Jameer Gibbs is one of them. They're not going to put both of them on the field and give them – there's only one ball. There's only one ball. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's definitely not helping that they are um, that they're they're struggling the way that they've been. Right. So, all right, cool. You want to move forward to our uh, hits of the week? Let's do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's hits of the week. Yeah. My throat is choppy today. All right, kicking things off at the quarterback position. I will lead things off here. Uh, Matthew Stafford, as we talked about. um, I just think that he, like, first of all, he looks back. Cooper Cup looks back. So there's a lot to like about getting Matthew Stafford. I mean, Brian just highlighted a bunch of points. But the main point for this week specifically is that Washington Commanders matchup. That defense has been very bad. They have no pass rush whatsoever. And uh, he's in my lineup.
2: I like it. I'll um, go next. Yep, go ahead. I'm going with Mr. Jordan Love, quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. He had a little bit of a down week last week after following up with three top 10 fantasy quarterback performances the weeks before. He gets a nice matchup this week against Tampa Bay at home. I think he'll find the stride again. I think he's a solid to to go for the first round of the playoffs.
1: Don't hate it. Don't hate it. Uh, I'm going to go with Detroit Lions quarterback, Mr. Jared Goff. I think he's been a solid option. And at this point, if he's on in your lineup or, or he's on your roster, you're probably starting him anyways. But just kind of like we were highlighting before, the situation is the Detroit Lions are kind of turning into more of a must win week to week now coming down to the playoffs where before they had a decent lead. Now they don't anymore. So I think we could see them kind of Put their stamp on a couple dubs if they can get ahead and you know run up the score if necessary. This is why I like golf. Uh, but we're going to go into running backs. I'll keep this one short and sweet because I've been highlighting him all day. But Devon Achon is my running back hit of the week. I think he's getting more and more involved in the offense, just like Jameer Gibbs is, and we can see a couple breakout here, breakout performances down the stretch here.
2: I like Devon a lot. Go with my next guy here, and I'm going. Jameer Gibbs, ironically, another player we were just talking about. Everything we said about the Lions, believe it right here. I think Jameer Gibbs is going to get a full-on workload in these last few weeks, and hes he was almost somebody I picked for my playoff winners, but I feel like Montgomery was more of a loser than Gibbs could be a winner.
0: And, um, yeah, that's ironic that you picked that. I picked David Montgomery as my start of the week at running back. I think you can play both of them in a matchup against Denver where they um, – yeah. I, I think they both work this week. This is a game that I think they should be able to play their, their style of football. They need to. So. Any, uh, closing arguments on our running backs? Being no, give me your wide
2: receiver them? asshole.
0: Oh, Oh yeah. Everyone already did the wide out today. Uh, um, my wide receiver is uh DK Metcalf going up against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. That secondary is bad and injured. So, um, I like DK this week. He caught a touchdown last week with drew lock. So, um, yeah, he's in my lineup.
2: right, like DK a lot. My wide receiver is Mr. Zay Flowers. Wide receiver for the fucking gross-ass Baltimore Ravens. Somebody who's been putting up solid numbers over the past few weeks. Gets a matchup against Jacksonville this week who got torched by Joe Flacco last week. Granted, it's a road game for them, and I do think the Ravens kind of have to I really hope they start to suck ass really bad, as this late season they kind of tend to do sometimes. But Zay Flowers has been solid. He's been everything you've wanted a rookie wide receiver to be for this season, and I think he's got huge, huge upside. Yeah.
1: My receiver, Mr. D hop, not the real D hop, you know, the best kicker in the league in Cleveland, but you know, D hop 2.0 new Hopkins receiver for Tennessee. I think the best, best thing we saw last week was Tennessee can at least be competitive. And, you know, even though I don't believe in this quarterback Levis, he can at least, you know, get it done enough to have their offense not be like terrible derrick henry had a solid game d hop had a solid game and that's all you can ask for out of this rookie quarterback and moving down the stretch i'm i'm not like i'm a little scared playing those guys going down in the playoffs but i do like d hop this week against houston the nicest
2: thing about d hop is where you got him this year was like wide receiver three territory I t hop's been awesome especially with will levis there did you guys watch that game What was it monday night yeah, last night
1: yeah that was that was a good game
2: what an ending that was that was incredible will levis actually like blew my mind like seeing him come calm composed down two scores to the miami dolphins in the like four minutes left in the fourth quarter and pull off a win that's that's impressive.
1: It, it was just such an anticlimactic way to end too. Like it, it seemed like it was not gonna end that way, and the clock just started running. <laughs> Whatever. Um. Anyways, so my tight end is another guy. If he's on your, if he's in your roster, you've been starting him all year at this point. He's a must start, Mister Jake Ferguson, Dallas Cowboys going up against Buffalo. Not the best matchup, but like I said, he. I wouldn't be. I haven't checked recently. I wouldn't be surprised if be a top five tight end because Dak's playing out of his mind. A whole Dallas offense is balling. I'm going to be buying in for that for the next few weeks in the playoffs for sure.
2: Do a little quick fact check for you and see where he's at. Du-du-du-du. He is the tight end
1: seven. That's that's money right there. Tight end seven. And you didn't even have to draft him.
2: Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I'm going to go with my tight end here, and I'm going with the chief. He's probably been somebody that one of us at least has picked in every single week this year as most tight ends have been. We just kind of alternate. But after that huge performance last week, he's also somebody who I thought about putting in the playoff primer because he is a beautiful tight end matchup for the rest of the season. He put up huge numbers with Joe Flacco giving him the ball, found two touchdowns, 91 yards. He saw six targets the week before, nine targets the week before that, 15 targets the week before that. This guy is getting the looks. His hands have just been a little bit choppy. But once they do get into his hand, he is a monster with the ball. He is somebody who has a nose for the end zone. I'm a big fan of what Chief can do, and they get a beautiful matchup against the Bears this week.
0: Yeah, he's a monster with balls. Um, I'm going with Isaiah Likely, tight end for the Baltimore Ravens, who is going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. Who, and look, I mean, Likely tore it up last week. Great matchup. Um, I, I just I like the player. I like he's filling in fine for the Mark Andrews role, and I, I think that you know if you were able to scoop him up off your waiver wire, you can keep rolling in in that flame. I might bench him. But that's because I have Trey McBride. So
1: understandable. All right. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Someone in my league dropped Kyle Pitts. No. Okay. D- don't pick him up. So I so I picked him up, right? And last week he got a touchdown. You know? Now you're here. Now you're in this. false, false hope, right? Now well, you're had, well, now you're I about had, to ask us this
0: question, and this I is had, why. I had
1: I had Mark <laughs> Andrews and when Mark Andrews got hurt, I picked Isaiah Likely. So now I'm at the point to where I'm saying, who do I go with? Isaiah Likely or Kyle Pitts? And I don't know. He likely. just got me that touchdown. You just
2: saw what Njoku did to the Jaguars last week. It's got to be Likely.
0: I would likely go with Likely. All right, thanks. Yeah. All right, our that, picks. that's gonna round out our uh, hits of the week, and now we're gonna move on to our um, NFL pickums. And uh, yeah, who's ready to list some games here? Let's do it. Is that a, You got this
1: yeah i got it i got it pulled up here All right. i know um just a quick recap i'm pretty sure chris is in first ryan's closely behind um and i am in third i did miss a couple weeks because i was didn't have great service so we're gonna blame this whole (laughs) season on that uh few weeks that i did not have good service uh everyone has my back on that right okay cool starting off with the thursday night game we got the
2: fucking horses
1: oh
2: man play the music
1: I thought I was introing enough to give you time to play the music. and uh... I was waiting
2: for you to stop talking.
1: <laughs> All right, so we got Los Angeles Chargers at Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, God. Thursday night. I'm going with Vegas here. Raiders. I'm
0: also going with Vegas. They're not going to – Easton Stick's not doing shit.
1: All right, now we got a Saturday 1 o'clock game. Minnesota at Cincinnati. I'm going with Minnesota here. Give me Cincy. Yeah, I took Cincy as well. I took Minnesota. All right, now we got the 4.30 Saturday game. We got Pittsburgh at Indianapolis. I'm going with the home team. Let's go Colts. What a disgusting game. I, I took t- the Colts as well.
0: I declined to answer on this one. Did you take the Colts? I'm not taking the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Trubisky, are you kidding me?
1: You got you to gotta announce your picks for the record.
0: Ryan's... Bypassed a few times. I'm going to plead the fifth.
1: I don't like that. All right. So, Saturday, 8 15. We got Denver at Detroit. I'm going with the home team here. Lie downs.
0: Yep. Lions, baby. Detroit get right game. They get back on track here.
1: All right. Now we're back to normal into the Sundays, the one o'clock games. We got Chicago at Cleveland. Home team, dog pound. Give me the Browns.
0: Yeah. Cleveland's going to stay out here. Chicago isn't shit.
1: Alright, and then we got Tampa Bay traveling up north into Lambeau to the cold. Home team gets it done again. Green go Bay. Pack, go back
0: though. What was the matchup again?
1: Tampa Bay at Green Bay.
0: Ooh, Battle of the Bays. Green Bay.
1: Ooh, the home team. All right, now we got Houston at Tennessee. I'm gonna stick with uh Mr. Uh Banana Ramar, uh Will Levis and go Tennessee gets us done. I don't think Stroud plays,
0: and with that, I do think Tennessee is going to win. Yep, Tennessee. I will change my
1: answer, though. Stroud is active. Nope, you got to lock it in. Sorry, bud. All right, now we got the New York Jets at Miami. I think Miami gets right here, and uh, they get a dub here, home team. I think I took, like, every home team matchup this week. I took, like, the first seven. This is where I get different because I took the New York – J-E-T-S,
2: Jets, 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 baby. Zach Wilson time. He's the spark. What We got Miami versus New York, right?
0: Yep. Yeah, give me Miami. All
1: right, next we got, wow, there are a lot of 1 o'clock games, too. We got Kansas City at New England. All right, I'll take a road team here. Let's go KC.
0: Easy. Yeah, they're not going on a three-game losing streak.
1: All right, now we have the surprise of the NFL. The Italian, stallion Mr. DeVito traveling down to Norland's. Take an L, Mister New Orleans gets it done.
0: Yeah, give me uh, give me the Giants. I took the Giants. Give me the Giants. Hey, I'm walking there. Hey. Gabagoo. Gabagool. All
1: right, next in the last one o'clock game, we got Atlanta at Carolina. Every time I think Atlanta is gonna win, so they always lose. So I think I'm gonna change it up this week. No, I'm just kidding. Atlanta gets it dub. Atlanta does
2: get a dub, but I was almost with you on the switch to the Carolina Panthers for this week.
1: ATL, Bijan for days. All right. And, of course, the NFL likes to do eight 1 o'clock games and only, uh, like, three 4 o'clock games because they love scheduling it like that. First 4 o'clock game, we got Washington at Los Angeles Rams. I think Stafford stays hot here.
0: Yeah, it's, it's I the Rams. agree. Rams, for sure.
1: All right. Next, we got San Fran traveling to the desert at arizona san fran stays hot gets playoff ready gets it up nobody's stopping the niners
0: very obvious san francisco pick
1: and honestly one of the best games of the week we got dallas at buffalo this is gonna be a good one i think buffalo's fake let's go cowboys we done boys who's
0: at home for this game
1: buffalo at buffalo
0: Give me the Bills. Come on, Josh Allen. You need this.
2: I took the boys.
1: And we got Sunday night matchup, Baltimore at Jacksonville. I think this is another great matchup, another great game. I'm going to go with the home team here and get Jacksonville get a dub.
0: Baltimore stays hot.
1: Nope, they got to come crashing down soon. Give me Jacksonville.
0: This would be a game they would lose. I'll give you guys that. This does scream Ravens trap game. Yep.
1: Yeah, definitely, especially coming off of losing to Flacco and everything and be like, yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to win this one. All right, lastly, Monday night, we got Philadelphia at Seattle. If Gino plays, I think this quietly could be a decent game, but even if he does, I still think Philly gets it done.
2: Yeah, I so- think it could be a decent game regardless. Philly's defense has not been great, and their offense isn't humming either. This could actually be like one of those sneaky upset games. I still took Philly, but I'm also I taking Philly.
1: Now play our outro.
0: Oh, there's. There, I thought there was one more Monday. Isn't there two Monday Night games?
1: No, it's just that one.
2: Oh, I, th- I swear Jesus there was two. Christ, get it together, Sims. What do you want from me? I'm on vacation. It's bye week. It's not bye week. I'm, you're not on vacation.
0: I'm scouting my other my opponents' matchups and shit to see what I need to add. Play the outro. As always, hit stick fantasy on Twitter X, whatever the hell you want to call it these days. I'm gonna hit stick Chris if you want not talk to me personally. Where are you guys at?
1: i'm at ryan long ff i'm at michael underscore Seta. good luck with your playoff matchups
0: get those dubs
1: let's bring it home
2: big dick flacco taking us to the promised land and fuck you cory long